Wild and crazy, guys. Hey, how you doing? Um, I don't know why we're starting. How you doing, Angela, <laughs> Mona, Samantha? Got to take a drink of water now because my Tony absolutely. Danza is only good for three words before my throat burns out. Uh, absolutely. It's a very tough uh, accent and uh, vocals. Yeah, you definitely stress <laughs> the vocals there. You can only do Tony Danza for like a, maybe two seconds. Yep. You know, and then Angela, I, I, I gotta, I gotta beef that up. I gotta, I gotta. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to keep it up for another show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. We're live. I'm not gonna. Well, I guess we could just say it. We always say that we are live. We're alive and yeah. live on the interwebs um, on this uh, another special episode of the best of our week, as well as the Android Bay co-hosted and co-produced, co-broadcasted all over the place. Um, wherever you're able to catch your either audio or video podcast, we're definitely happy that you guys are joining us today. I am um, one of your hosts, TK Bay, as well as Juan Carlos Bagnell. I know typically we don't introduce ourselves, but for the audio podcast, uh, we are your hosts. Start actually pretending like we're trying to make like this a is a legit professional thing. podcast. I mean, I, I just did all this like typing without muting <laughs> my mic, so we can't be taking it too seriously. No, no, no. Uh, but I already see we have a lot of a lot of good friends already. Uh, Andrew, of course, Fat producing out with us. Jeff, El Heavy Reviews. Uh, Darren is in there as well. Uh, <laughs> are you alive? We are we alive. alive. We are alive, and we are, we are, we are here. Let's just say that it's beautiful Thursday right. afternoon. We're present. Very cold. We're finally starting to feel some of that fall weather. <laughs> it's like the weather's finally got the cue. Like, hey, a high of sixty today. I'm, um, I'm good with that. I, and I, I love that I, we're I, saying like, oh, it was so cold, and you're like, I had to put on a hoodie today <laughs> I, I couldn't Ooh, walk so, outside so in the chilly. middle of the day with the sun not have a jacket on I mean, it was also windy that was the other thing uh the <laughs> wind exacerbated the temperature so the wind shear factor was actually much lower than what it actually was uh but it's definitely very nice um and, and of course you know we appreciate it we got a little bit of rain a couple of days ago this again the you know mm -hmm. winter storm of uh, i was gonna yeah, say 2022 the way we have it in southern california um but we have a lot of good stuff to talk about this week. It may seem we like it's a, a fully slanted into a Microsoft conversation. That's because, I, you know, they're due. We've got they're due. This is this Absolutely. is actually one of the most exciting products of the year as far as I'm concerned. Same and, yeah, uh, and it's been a few years. I've been waiting to to get my hands mm -hmm. on a on a on a mobile on Windows on ARM. Let's just say that basically this as a general concept. Um, we've ha we have access to many. Are, know, are we just X86. doing it? Are we just jumping oh, right know. in? Are we just say Surface I, Pro I, nine? I, I, I don't just know. saying like wanna... that's that's what we're going to talk about <laughs> is this thing. I just hit myself in, in the ball baseball cap with uh, the tablet because I'm so excited to be holding because, this up on it because that's the type of fans we are. Um, we could jump in. We can jump in with the with the Surface Pro 9 or we can even okay, go when into did you Surface get yours? Pro headphones um, did, did yesterday afternoon. <laughs> no, last night, yesterday afternoon. Uh, I, okay. I, I, I'm, I got mine I'm, yesterday, too. I'm completing my 24 hours. I'm ready to put my review tomorrow morning. So it's going to be yes. ready for everybody. Full review with my, with my brief review. with my brief hands on that makes it a long term review because I had the brief hands on not that long ago. That's right. Um, so That's in right. theory, I should be able to just basically and, uh, and, the whole and in true tech reviewer fashion, I hear all we need to do is take our review of like a Surface Pro, a Surface Seven. I was gonna say and I'm gonna take my uh, copy laptop and paste two and just. Just right. All, all you need to do is 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 take from like a an older product and then just mm -hmm. cut out you know surface 7 pro and put in surface 9 pro 
and then say, but what about the legacy programs in x86? And then that's all we need to do to review. That's then we're all done. That, that it literally is all we have to talk about. And, and the so folks, next matter... week, we're going to we're going to be back with uh, more Sam Apple news. Uh, so stay tuned for that, because that's better. <laughs> Sam SEO. Apple Pixel news. No, it's actually it is actually Sam Apple Pixel news. It. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, and <laughs> coincidentally, I think also uh, OnePlus released the Nord N300 on T-Mobile. That was also a little bit of a that's true. I got a news briefing this afternoon uh, about that. But no, seriously, um, a couple of weeks ago, Juan and myself, uh, we had a, an amazing opportunity to be able to go check out some of the new Surface mm -hmm. um, ecosystem solutions that Microsoft yeah. put out. There was a there was an update to the Surface 5, obviously the Surface Pro 9, and yours truly that Juan just hit himself in the head with, I'm sorry, I'm going to try to put this, the Surface Pro 9 5G um, running the HCX from Qualcomm, a Windows on ARM solution. Now, obviously, one of the biggest things that, that makes this very exciting is that it utilizes and gets the benefits of Windows on ARM, meaning long battery life. Uh, we have yeah. the power computing, obviously, with the processing power that we get, but it is still Windows on ARM. So as Juan was alluding at the beginning, there are some things that you kind of need to be aware of. Windows on ARM is, by definition, not exactly x86, but it does yeah. now. It's getting better. I'll say that. It's getting better. The emulation every... is way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, no, no, definitely. It's, it's, and you get getting into very specific things. Uh, so spoiler, I was setting please. mine up, did did a bunch of stupid stuff and then had to wipe spoiler it out. Spoiler to your to morning, tomorrow morning's review. Is that is that what we're saying? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to publish a review tomorrow because I had to spend a chunk of time today uh, nuking the, the review unit and resetting it up. <laughs> um, but I had tried doing things like I, I installed DaVinci Resolve. It yeah. doesn't support the Qualcomm GPU, so I mm -hmm. can't use DaVinci Resolve, but the installation is successful now. So okay. with some support, again, if, if we could ever get some of that initial uh, developer support that we yeah. always see extended to Apple products. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, Apple Silicon if, got, if, got DaVinci. We could figure out just like, hey, this is a Qualcomm SOC. This isn't, you know, it's an Adreno GPU. We, mm -hmm. we know what this kind of OCL support should look like for products. And you'd be opening up to a wealth of of products that would be coming out in this kind of ARM space. This mm -hmm. isn't necessarily, you know, thankless work for DaVinci to support something like this. Um, but but we're so much closer now than we've ever been before. Uh, the whole rest of my normal workflow and work suite um, has been pretty much the same with the added benefit of being able to sideload Android APKs. Yes. Um, and that's yeah. been working phenomenal. I saw I saw the short that you you put out. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that yeah, that short yeah. was that short was, was a short. little was a little different. I I you know we're we're talking about Google solution for Android gaming on your PC and that Google solution is not it. Um, that, that's, that's not the gig, but I, I'm hoping that with better Android app support, even if it does not, if it's not coming from the Google play store already, that's well, the Amazon app store, I think it's the, the, the biggest, uh, the, the, oh, the push sure. that we're seeing in there. I think it isn't but, coming from the Google play store, but it is but with in the omissions, yeah. you know, like for example, you know, maybe, um, cribbing an APK of one of my favorite video editors. And I tried installing that, and that worked way better than I thought it would. Okay. Um, and, and even down into things like, as you're futzing around with the, the Android runtime on mm -hmm. Windows, 
you can pull up the developer options just like they look on any Android phone. And you can tinker pretty deep. And this is surprisingly well supported and, and surprisingly robust. Uh, for, for I mean, again, if you've ever played with BlueStacks, you know some, some of the limitations of emulating Android in another mm -hmm. space. This is built so much more fluidly yeah. into how Windows operates. So you sideload an APK, and then your app is just ready to Running. go like any other Windows system app. So there's yeah. so we, we've 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 closed so much of the the, the sort of um, app gap. If we remember yeah. all those people complaining about Windows Phone, there's a lot you can do to make Windows on ARM function just like any other tablet, just like any other computer, mm -hmm. and with again phenomenally robust support for things like. Uh, VLC media player for Firefox web browser, all of those kind of staples that can get you around the web and kind of close up some of those holes that might be there for web services. This thing yeah. has been absolutely phenomenal. Well, you seem like you were actually way ahead of me on that one because I think for me what happened is I got <laughs> around the same time I got the Surface Pro 9 5G. Mm -hmm. I also got another product, uh, oh. not a Microsoft product, <laughs> but I, I, I bought this. Uh, this is the G Cloud from my, from Logitech. We'll talk a little bit more about that. So I've been actually uh, trying to do a comparison between this and, of course, our our favorite the Steam Deck, the Steam yeah. Deck, which I feel like is is well, a natural. Well, hold on to that. We'll talk about I, that. I, I do, yeah, we, that'll we, be we after. this thing where we kind of jump ahead and we start giving conclusions no, no, no. in the middle of our assessments and stuff. <laughs> conclusions. Um, so, so at the end of the day, I still have more to say. But at the end of the day, um, so I I kind of want to get a sense. Um, yeah. My big I, I, I think my big concern for Surface Pro 9 SQ3, mm -hmm. Windows on ARM, is that it was going to feel in some way fundamentally different. And, and yeah. I think one of the things that's been really, uh, really refreshing is that it feels like any other Surface that I've used. And I can't say that's always been true of the sort of like the Windows RT and some of the other scaled oh, yeah. down no, no, absolutely, flavors yes. of Windows that we played mm -hmm. with. And this is the closest I think we've gotten yet. It's not perfect, but it's the closest we've gotten yet to this being sort of invisible to the consumer. And, and again, we're so far ahead on all of these little app-based programs, all of these mm -hmm. little web-based services. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's an even smaller group of consumers who would be inclined to pick something like this up and then really feel like there's this one program I just absolutely can't live without that I can't find a way to replicate in this kind of workflow. Um, it, it's, it's really been, it, it's really been refreshing. It's, it's really been encouraging that this is the right track. If I want a tablet-y, all-day battery life, web-connected, Cell always phone, on, yeah, always connected, on connected, kind of, exactly. Yeah, always on data. This needs to be the way to go, and we've got to kind of be okay with a few of the teething pains, just like we're always okay with the transition and the teething pains from other manufacturers like Apple. Oh, no, no, absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing. You stated it originally. I think it's more about... Um, development support. It's really more about the and, and and I'll be very frank. The sales, obviously, from an M from an, uh, from an Apple Silicon is much much higher than what you see right now with the Windows on ARM kind sure. of a situation. Um, there isn't that many PCs that you typically come out every year that are ARM based. 
the solution, the reason why I'm excited for, for this device over like some of the earlier generations, I've been around early generations where the Microsoft uh, Surface X that came out a couple of years ago in 2019, that was also a Windows on ARM. There's again, Microsoft mm -hmm. always uh, spearheading this conversation, but it was very limited. As you said, the, the support, the emulation, uh, the development has been getting much better. With the exception of the fact that once you start looking into more productivity type uh, solutions, for me, the setup on this was absolutely like a regular Windows PC. I did not know, you don't see any difference. I downloaded Chrome, I installed Chrome, all my profiles transitioned, everything sets up. Yeah. Microsoft comes in there, all of the stuff comes in normally. Um, it actually looks, with the exception of the antenna bands at the top, looks exactly like the Pro 9. And I love yeah. the fact that that was a, a decision that Microsoft decided to go with saying, look, Yes, this is our Windows on ARM solution, but aesthetically, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. And on a general user base, like if you're just using it for like, you know, office work, uh, browsing, even running Microsoft xCloud, I'm like, you could run Microsoft xCloud yeah. on this and run some games. Um, you know, I'm getting a very familiar or similar experience that the laptop go to, uh, but a little bit smoother. I feel like it's a little bit better, smoother connection here. Com completely agree. And, and it also showcases I, where I feel Microsoft is more confident in this than when they did the Surface Pro X. Yeah. Where they and, and purposely pulled it away from the rest of the Surface Pro lineup. It was very different. Yeah, very different, different solution. Product. Yep. And now, again, I, I really feel we're cresting that, that peak. We're not totally over it yet, mm -hmm. but we're cresting that peak where fewer and fewer people are going to find the practical differences between this and an intel powered surface pro 9. Um, exactly. again it's little things like okay maybe if you need thunderbolt yeah then you'd need a proper sort of desktop or, i mean a laptop grade cpu yeah, yeah but the the practical reality of what you're going to connect to a usb c port Mm -hmm. it's really unlikely that someone's going to connect something and it's completely not going to work with the way that USB and Thunderbolt are kind of sort of Venn diagram overlapping yeah, yeah. functionality. So, so again, I, I, I've been very impressed. All of the little tweaks in Windows 11 have really the, the updated this feel. So we got a latest edition of Windows 11, yeah. that, which I haven't even gotten. So like the new, um, the the um, the Windows Explorer uh, tab functionality, which is absolutely freaking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the same gestures that we were able to get where you bring up the window to the top and you try to move it and it shows you a preview, how it's going to look like. All well, those things. Tell me, tell me that this doesn't seem smoother than the preview devices that we went hands-on with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, uh, there, there was a few we, updates I, after this. I was looking uh, when at I some of up. my video, and I was like, I was looking at some of those, like, yeah, that worked, and it was a persistent drag, but that wasn't very smooth, and I was worried that that was a problem with the ARM I am SOC. doing it right now, my friend. This is so Actually, nice. Yeah, it's I, like... <laughs> I might be able to go top down if you guys give me one second. So let me uh, see if this works. Top down, why not? Let's go ahead and see. Let's let's do it live. Let's do it realistically in in time. But I, no, I, no, seriously. I have no idea if this is really gonna So, happen. okay, while Juan's doing that, why don't I do this? I wanna show you guys what I look like from the Surface Pro 9. And now I am like looking at, I don't know why I'm just running this. Okay, so let me do this. Can I do this correctly? Da, da, da. He, uh, nope, that's not what I was trying to do. TK, do it right. And here we are. Okay, so the audio is still coming from the microphone. You're still talking to me on the on the road microphone, but I'm using the actual, Ooh. the Surface Pro 9, the upgraded camera. Uh, the, the camera, as you can see, is actually pretty decent. That was one of the big updates that they did in the, the Pro 9 series. Uh, and so whenever you're ready, Juan, just let me know. I'm just filling in some air. 
Um, I didn't get a chance to use the audio from it because I, uh, while I would love to, because it does have some really good noise cancellation, um, I didn't want to disturb the audio version of the podcast. So I just wanted to show you guys kind of yeah, what I look sure. like, you know, straight up from the actual Pro 9 using the front-facing camera, which is a big part of what we do. You know, video conferencing, working from home, are these are going to be the big things. And the uh, motion, okay, so, okay, Juan is up. Let's do this. I'm going to remove myself. Okay, I'll remove my second self. Um, and so I'm, look, I'm just yeah. kind of messing around and stuff right now, but I, I mean, let me, let me, pull oh, look at that. You went with the silver, uh, <laughs> surface, uh, headphones too. Yeah. I went with the black. So, so I, I wanted something that just looked a little different from some of my other cans. Um, it, it, th this is such a small thing, but think about how much work we've done in Android land just mm -hmm. to get smooth transitional gestures on a fold four or on a surface duo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah swiping and sliding web pages or or uh, windows is really not as easy as we think it is. Mm -hmm. um, you have to kind of purposely break Android and it took us to Android 12L to start incorporating some of that stuff natively. And the way that this now tracks movement as you kind of move around and you see as I slide up, there's like this little top bar. Apologies, uh, audio listeners, because <laughs> you're not seeing what I'm talking about. But there's a Juan little is top using bar his right hand up. to move a window up and down, and he's tracking it <laughs> with his index finger. narration. That is actually really well done. And yes. so now once I get close to that little top bar, I can better immediately snap to any grid layout. And it's a fluid gesture that works with any part of the system UI or any window that you have up currently. Absolutely. It's those little things like I was really skeptical that even into the, the Windows 11 update that this stuff would really work as well mm -hmm. as what Microsoft was claiming. And it does feel so much more tablety. So like going to your start menu and it doesn't just pop up. I mean, if you tap it, it you can it, make it, it pop up. Of course. But yeah, if yeah. you swipe like it's the home gesture on an it Android, stayed, it stays with your it, finger persistently follows your finger through that gesture it completes mm -hmm. the gesture with your with your finger same thing like if we want to just snap like any other type of snap gesture on windows that that I, i'm it, it's such a small thing but mm -hmm. it really does change just the feel of how you're operating uh, a, a tablet i mean and, this and feels we'll so much cleaner and more fluid than what we've come up with on like uh, like iPad OS, you know, mm -hmm. iPad OS is always like, oh, you can do this multitasking. It has always felt so cumbersome to make two apps occupy an iPad compared to snap gestures on Windows. And now we've got it with this really great fluid finger following mm -hmm. that we've never had before. Yeah, no, no. And I think that's the biggest, the, the biggest factor that I appreciate about it is that if I didn't tell the person, like, let's say if I handed this over to my wife and I didn't tell her this was a Windows on ARM, she wouldn't be able to tell the difference. The functions, the things that she uses, Thank the web-based application, it runs the same. It, it, it pretty much, and I think that's the biggest, the, the reason why we, we sound excited about the fact that something that is on Windows and ARM runs the same as x86, it's because we, we want it to be more of a functional um, solution, an option yeah. for people to say, look, I want a computer that can last with me all day. I want a computer that can be connected all the time and that doesn't die in two, you know, in two hours or in like my, my laptop that we're actually using to stream from uh, in literally an hour. I was on a plane one time yeah. going to Germany. I had less than an hour between booting it up, finishing whatever I was doing. I couldn't even render the video. I had to wait till I got to the hotel because I couldn't do it on the plane. 
this can hang with you anywhere. And with the ability as Juan was doing, and I'm going to actually try to try to that on my own, <laughs> of side loading a uh, a mobile, a window, you know, an Android uh, version of a so it, of it's, a video it's a pain editor. in the butt. Right. It's, no, no, it's right. not easy. Um, there's a few options. Like... I'd like to, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I would love to see. I mean, I'm sure there's a few options we can try. Power Director is Kinemaster in there? Uh, where, which one did you? Which uh, you tried Power? I'm so, assuming you went Power Director. Um, so I had Power Director on there. That was before I had to nuke it and wipe it all out. So, so I mean, basically the process is uh, you've got to install the Amazon App Store, get that Android runtime, of course, yeah, um, yeah, uh, working, and then from there you can. Uh, you, you know, it kind of generates its own local, um, uh, what, what, what do you call that? Local library. It basically sets up its own uh, its own libraries, all the necessary Android right. files and databases. Right, it's just one extra step. We're, I mean, if you're familiar with doing ADB commands, there's just one mm -hmm. extra ADB command where you've got to point it to like a little pocket of information on the tablet. I, I forget what that command is called. IP address, okay. sort of routing it generates this like little local IP address. And then from there, you okay. can target your ADB commands to sideload um, and install APKs. So okay. it, it takes a little bit more setup. It's not as, as, as like, you know, on an Android phone, you can pull up. What I need to try is installing an Android file explorer and seeing okay. if the file explorer can can keep properly the, Properly mapped yeah, to the Windows because uh, file it, system. It, I get it. Because if, if the file explorer can generate the Android permissions for installing apps, then you wouldn't have to use this ADB command to sideload. You'd be able to install directly from the, the file explorer. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm kind of buzzing because it's like there's so many things to try on this. And, and at the end of all of this, it's, it's really just been encouraging that I don't know that this is practically much different than getting a Core i5. I know all the benchmark scores are out there saying, oh, well, you need your Intel for more power and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I keep seeing like, well, if you compare this against the Core i7, and I, I, I know the Core i5 has got to be more powerful, but I don't think it's so much more power. I mean, if you're telling me it's like a 10% difference in compute power, that is negligible performance for an end user in 95%. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. Of your, of your, of your tasks. What you're yeah, what are you doing with um, you know, office applications, web browsing, searching for browsing the internet all of that stuff. That doesn't tax the CPU um, to the level that you think. I think Chrome will probably eat up most of your RAM. That's because yeah. just Chrome being 16 Chrome. 16 gigs of RAM is going to feel lean on Chrome. No, no, no. I, but that was the other thing. I think the the Pro <laughs> 9 has more RAM than the reg, uh, sorry, the 5G has more RAM than the standard model. The standard model, if I'm not mistaken, I think is like 12 gigs. This has 16. Also, yeah. um, the accessibility of changing the hard drive. I don't know if you got a chance to open up that little port on the back. So where where the SIM card or the SIM tray goes in, there is the drive, the 256 gig drive that comes in that you could easily no replace. No way. Seriously? It's, like, it's a screw. Un it's like, seriously, flip it over, get a SIM removal tool, pop that po uh, port. It's under your uh, under Hold the kickstand. I, let me just get the keyboard back on because I don't want to put the screen down on my no, desk. No, no. Um, we're, uh, we're, we, we've got it. We've got to see this. You got this, No, no. This. You got to check it out. Yeah, yeah. That's um, amazing. Hold it's on. right next to the SIM tray. And now the one thing I will say, I tried using my tablet, uh, my tablet SIM card for um, connecting it to the internet and it will not work. It does require a profile which links up to your carrier. <laughs> so that means I would end up needing to download 
uh, or set up an entirely separate line with T-Mobile to be able to try this on. Um, oh, and I, I did not make the decision. Well, no, no, it's not to do with, with nothing to do with them. It's more about like when I set up the Pixel Watch, that was such a pain, do. and I had to set up an extra line just to get the Pixel Watch to run on LTE. Oh no, no, I'm, no. I'm just going to shut it down to be safe. I know, yeah, whether. Or not oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, I don't think you should pull the hard drive. Uh, I was just saying, as you can see where see it, it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's literally a screw drive away from removing. Like so, it popped that up, and voila! Oh man, look at that. Guess oh. what? <laughs> Storage is right there. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> and it's like crazy, crazy how easy. Like That's they thought about amazing. this. This is, it didn't used to be this way on the Pro X, uh, on the uh, Microsoft no. Pro X before. It wasn't. Here, easy. You unscrew it. Literally, you could see it. It's a Phillips screw. You just unscrew, oh, take that sucker out, and you're changing it and doing if you want to upgrade That's it. That's awesome. Um, and the port is easily accessible with a SIM removal tool. It pops it open. Yeah, yeah uh, like and, the cheapest one I could find right here. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah, and it doesn't even be that, that long, but it, it's nicely placed. Um, when I first got it, I forgot where where it was on the on the Pro X uh, on the uh, the Pro X model That's before. Awesome. So I was like looking all around. I'm like, I see the antennas, I see the two USB C ports. I'm like, where is that? I'm like, oh, it's under the kickstand. So yeah. So yeah, uh, Call of Duty Mobile, <laughs> slow mo Joe. You know, that's not a bad idea. I, I think it's true. I think the biggest thing with this would be if you're playing, try, if you're trying to play, obviously, is the the controls tablet time. If you've ever tried playing COD on tablet you know, on a tablet, it's not mm -hmm. the easiest thing to play because of the controls. But you know, I'm sure we can you know sideload the APK and see how that runs. And even obviously, actually, I'm, I'm interested to see how Fortnite plays. If I would be able yeah. to install like the uh, uh, the Epic uh, the Epic uh, App Store and see if we can run games from there, or do we need to install the app yeah, from the Google Play Store? I, yeah. I haven't really even gotten into Steam and uh, and Epic. Well, I mean, let me, so uh, web-based should. I was going to say web-based version should not be an issue. If you're going to use <laughs> something like GeForce Now, or you're going to use something. But I mean, like, the actual uh, launcher could be problematic. So no, I, I I'm. I'm honestly thinking. I don't think the, the the maybe Steam will install. I don't know about the Epic installer. That's a little bit like I mean, even getting it on the Steam Deck was a little bit more of a complicated process. You have to go yeah. in. You have to jump in directly within Linux and trying to set it up and have it map and remap the the folder. It was like it's it's a it's not a step by it's not an easy solution, but it's workable because you have Linux desktop in there. Here we're talking right. about Windows and again Amazon App Store, and I don't know why. Oh, okay. So I'm downloading the Amazon App Store. That's taking a little bit longer because it's downloading, configuring the system. Yeah, it's got to go through and 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 set up the Android runtime and everything. No, no, absolutely. So, I'm, so I'm not going to mess get, with that. Get, getting to that point where you can do something like actually get that APK launched and installed takes takes a hot second, but it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm I'm going to see here Steam installer download. <coughs> see if we can get it set up. I don't think it will, but we'll try. Install Steam for Windows. And is it going to do? Come on, give me, give me, give me. Okay, it's downloading the executable. Let's see if this runs. Say yes. Okay, this is this is actually going forward, man. It's not hiccup. It's not giving me a hiccup. It's installing. Uh, come on. <coughs> it's downloading an update, installing. It actually looks like it's running. Uh, it should be able to to launch the Steam uh, the Steam App Store, and then from there I can see if I can download uh, one of my games. Uh, like even if it's like Rocket League or something. 
Well, and, and I'd be curious, um, mm -hmm. Sorry. like, cause again, we've been seeing such wonderful support for Proton, you know, the steam deck is, is, uh, is, um, it's showing us that, like the the indomitability of x86 windows in gaming isn't necessarily um you know uh it, it, there's room there to mm -hmm. sorry I, uh, my brain is total swiss cheese right it's, now it's been a long it's week. it's been um, a long yes sorry <laughs> so uh if if we're Ooh. already starting to see some alternative support mm -hmm. you know if we're seeing linux gaming starting to take off and Windows on ARM, maybe there's there's some potential there for for game developers to also say like, hey, this is a game that will probably play well on that hardware. Because um, I, I don't think Google's version of the reverse of this is in any way, shape, or form competitive. Uh, playing with some of the titles on Google Play Games beta, mm -hmm. I've, I've got a Threadripper with the 2080 Ti, and it, it took substantially longer to launch Asphalt 9 than on my oh. Sony Xperia 1 Mark IV. Like, it, it's just not good <laughs> to try and play games on. <laughs> and like, uh, again, I, I feel like going in the opposite direction, trying to get PC games to play in an ARM environment might mm -hmm. be a, a little bit easier. Good. Okay, so I got the installer installed, but I it's, uh, I don't know why I can't remember my password. So I'm going to download the Steam app on my phone because I know that, that has it auto-saved. And then I'll be able to log in and then configure it. No, do not ta launch that. It seems like it's running. It seems like it has no problem installing and letting me log in. So this is, at least at this point, I'm like, okay, this is this is cool. But, this but is cool, it, Beans. It'll be interesting to see like if it even details compatibility. Because that's another thing that gets a little wonky. Like DaVinci Resolve installed, said the installation mm -hmm. was successful. It, it installed all of those extra little runtime and and uh, uh, components that and drivers and things. Every Everything looked right and it launches and then it mm -hmm. can't find a GPU oh. that it recognizes and that's when it crashes. So I okay. would imagine that you could probably get pretty far into the path of installing a game especially with Windows saying like, no, don't worry, that we're totally compatible because it's running in some kind of emulation layer. And then when it really tries to tap the GPU, mm -hmm. that's when it says, oh no, you can't play this game. Homie, don't play that. No, no, I get it. I'm with you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get myself in. So, okay, I got my code. Let me see if I can get in. Okay, three. Mm -hmm. So on a side, okay, so here we are. Okay, Steam. Steam store is installed. Now it's finalizing itself. Um, the other thing I, I, I really like the fact, obviously, is the keyboard, the magnetic keyboard that we get with it, with the new uh, with the new pen that housed directly within the keyboard. You don't have to worry about putting it, although it does magnetically connect to the side, the right side of the uh, of the actual system here. Okay, so here, Steam is installed. So let's see. I'm going to try something very basic. I'm not going to try to go with anything super complicated. Um, let me see. What do I have that's the easiest? Vampire uh, Survivors. I was going to say Undead Horde, but yeah, sure, we can do Vampire Survivors. You got it. Undead Horde is is graphically significantly heavier lifting. <laughs> you were trying to get it to install within this episode. And, okay, yeah, I get it. I and get it. Vampire Survivors did start out as a mobile-first uh, beta. They, they oh, haven't brought okay, it back okay, to okay. mobile, but it started, okay. it started originally. It, set, as a, it installed, and it has the green button. 
play Vampire Survivors, play with Steam play Overlay and play Enable, play with GPU lag fix. Should I play just play and skip the extra option? I'll just skip the extra yeah, option. Yeah, just skip the extra options. Yeah, I'm going to go with what it recommended. Synchronizing cloud, stream. Come on, don't fail me. Give me give me All some right. good hope. I, it's it's synchronized. It's doing give something. Me a heartbeat. Stay on screen. Target. Ooh, Stay wait, on hold on. Target. The screen. Okay, come on, come on. So the screen went black, just to let you know here. So it, it looked like it's trying to load. Oh, it's loading. I see. Okay, so uh, hold on. See, now I got to turn. <laughs> God, I got to do this right now. Press the All stop. Right. Okay, so I'm going to be busy for a few minutes so you guys could keep talking. Stop. We're, we're oh, my God. We're going to do a game stream now. Uh, and uh, hey, dude, I've been eyes. wanting to. Okay. Oh, dude, not only that. Okay, so. It, it synced up my profile. So here, you can see that I've been playing Vampire Survivors. Nice. I've been unlocking okay. different yeah, characters. I got to do this. I got to do, uh, so, do this. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. This is good. Okay. So uh, on a side <laughs> thing, I'm just going to go ahead and see. Can we Can we just confirm, start? I just want to I want to get into a level. I want to actually play, even if I yeah. lose. Because, um, you know, getting us to the menu, that was actually a, a miraculous. Oh, that, that's okay. huge already. Oh, crap. Okay. You know what? Oh no! Okay, you need the pen. You need the pen. The pen is your uh, yeah. Because I, I don't think it'll it'll respond to any touchscreen commands. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Bible. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Da 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 da. Dude, I am playing a Bible starter. It not a, came not up. Not a garlic guy, huh? No, no, no. There was no garlic right away. Uh, I went. So I'm gonna go with a fire wand. Wait, when did we get fire wand as an option? Oh, hold on. Hold on oh, hold on. dude, oh. just you gotta wait until you get into like the bracelet and. Uh, and boom, I caught everything. Dude, this is actually working a lot better than I think. I mean, it's obviously it's a little bit weird. We're playing a game with the, and you're holding the pen and you're like going back and forth. Okay, come on, give me garlic. Still no garlic. Okay, let's go with armor. I'm gonna go and <laughs> it's like give me a I don't I know. Okay, so, so on a this is crazy. Okay, this is straight up, by the way. I downloaded the the Steam installer for Windows, not a custom version, yeah. not the Android version. Um, it just, the only thing that it, uh, it was having that I made a mistake is I, I forgot that it asked you, it asked you for your steam username, not your steam email. And I was logging oh, in with my right. email and that's what it was the hiccup. I was like, once I realized I was doing that and okay, this is really cool. Okay. So this is really, really nice. I'm, I'm not going to take too long. I'll let you do your thing. Uh, <laughs> this is nice. I let me do okay. my thing. I am literally, as we speak, installing vampire survivors, uh, vampire survivors, on, on uh, my Okay. Uh, the other, also. I, I want to see. I have. Uh, if, if, okay. If if this runs decently well, when there are when you're in end game enemies and the screen is just full, if it runs decently well, I might be able to handle our trip next week without my Steam Deck. I'll only take <laughs> the Surface Pro Nine. Because uh, okay. let's be honest, I was really only gonna play Vampire Survivor. Survivor on my Steam Deck anyway. That, that, okay, so Vampire Survivor so carried addictive. me through so many hours on my flight to Berlin when I was going to eat, uh, when I was going to the uh, the the Xiaomi uh, trip. That carried me mm -hmm. so much, and obviously you know, I would like kill the battery on the Steam Deck, let it charge, take a 20, 30 minute break, and out maybe whatever, come back to it, and boom, back in the game, back at it, playing, playing, playing. So it was like really a lot of fun. So I'm even installing Stumble Guys right now just to see if Stumble Guys will run. 
And I think Stumble Guys should run. It's, it's I mean, it's not super graphically demanding, but it should. Man, it should. If, start. if I can even get to some of my other, like, also, um, like, kind of retro games, like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Bit coverage on um, what was the <sighs> Blaster Master series? Stumble Guy run. With my little controller. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Stumble hey. Guys runs. Okay, we now I will say though it is running warm on the back. I think the uh, the 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 HCX, uh, the was it uh, the sorry I keep forgetting what Microsoft called it the three the uh, the Q3 no, um SQ3 SQ3 thank you I was going to say the Q3 it's basically SQ3. an HCX Gen three tweaked a little bit yeah no no absolutely um but this is crazy nice this is crazy nice oh I like it I like it a lot. So I, I, this helps like assuage a number of my concerns and fears for uh... functionality. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, this is this is actually nice. Getting Steam installed and getting Steam running on this, I think for me was a very good indicator because Steam didn't bork. It didn't give me any warnings, any recommendations. Nope. Now, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to run, you know, Dragon Ball Fighter Z on this or even Cyberpunk 2077 for sure. But maybe. I don't know. Can I? Should I even try running Apex Legends? I, I think that'll be maybe too demanding for the show. I don't know. There's <laughs> Mortal Kombat. I can try. I can try Horizon Chase Turbo. Uh, actually, you know, Horizon Chase Turbo may run fine. It, it's one of those Steam Decks apps that I have. I'll, I'll install that as well. So, long story short, it's still early days with this, uh, the Pro Nine 5G. The 5G connectivity, I, I'm going to try my best to figure out a way to get it to connect. Yeah. I'd love to be able to travel with the 5G on. So th because that to me is like, you know, with the, with the Pixel Watch, I felt like if we didn't activate the 5G connectivity on it or the LTE connectivity, especially since they sent us the LTE model, uh, Google was yeah. nice enough to send us uh, those models. I felt like we were missing a big portion. I felt like nobody was talking about it. Most people don't activate LTE on their watches. Um, so I either way, I mean, I felt like it was nice. And so I did another little short, uh, I think, early this morning with demonstrating. It's like, hey, how do you get messages when you're away? And it just... It's beautiful. It works so well, so seamless. It's done right. I I love it. That's why I always like to get. If I can get an LTE, I right. typically will pick up an LTE. I, I, I just gotta I just gotta brag because I'm way ahead of you in Vampire Survivors. So. Uh, oh crap! He's gonna show me how many unlock. His will be like pages. Look at that. So. <laughs> oh, I'm way zoomed in. Of course, because so, you know so I've, why, I've, why would. Real quick, I'm just gonna turn off my overheads. There we go. Yeah, no, um, I get it. So yeah, this this is what it looks like when you've hit 140 out of 140 unlocks. So that's, how that's much coin do you have? Dude, uh, uh, 529,440. So do you not buy anything? <laughs> all the coins. At this point, there's not a whole lot left to buy. You can only, oh, because you've, um, you've unlocked everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get there's it. in level stuff. So I, I I have all the secrets uncovered. 15 of 15. Now, do you want to see all the characters? Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I guess why not? So oh, here we go. What? There are pages. <laughs> <laughs> I barely. No, no. Seriously, I barely have like the second row, and that to me was like an accomplishment. After so, so many yeah. hours of unlocking the second row. Oh my! Have god. you made it to a kill screen yet? Where the little Reaper no, comes out? I've I haven't. Okay. So I I typically get to, the best I've ever been able to do is like level twenty two before so, just dying. Because... I hate that I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to you here, but as a spoiler, um, when you finally do get to that point, hold on, I gotta I gotta make your screen guy. bigger because I'm I'm like looking at it and 
hold on where is it uh, and, it's and when, yeah, when it's you one. figure out how to kind of kill that little reaper guy you can maybe play as the reaper the guy reaper guy so. well oh you're kidding me so you get to be oh, dang it yep okay so it's it's pretty great I it's, it's no, it is. Fun. It is. I don't disagree with you. I you're, think it's a great addicting into game. The good stuff right now. I'm, I'm, very, I'm, barely, I'm very jealous because now I've 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 kind of maxed out almost everything. <laughs> so what I'm doing now is uh, I'm playing individual characters and then trying to just check mark. I every, I gotta download it now on my uh, on my G Cloud the the Logitech G Cloud as well because this Steam Deck runs on that as well. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, actually, it runs, but it runs through GeForce now because technically it's an okay. Android. Um, that, and, and I want to talk a little bit also about how different uh, the the I keep wanting to call it the G Cloud. It's basically the Logitech Cloud uh, gaming system. It's a portable gaming uh, solution. Um, so, so you also want to see something just kind of funny? Sure. Um, when I when I kind of hold this up, uh, I've put over a hundred hours. Uh, and, um, and you're still married. That's 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 an, quite an accomplishment by itself, yeah, actually, it's if you think great. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, it's, it's a like, game yeah. where you know your play cycle is about thirty minutes long. So it, I've done oh, I, just about twenty to thirty minutes rounds of Vampire Survivors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I like I like the fact that that's there. So I'm I'm actually very excited to see now my Steam library actually running here. I'm gonna let it come down here. Uh, do I finish downloading and installing the Amazon App Store uh, already? An Amazon customer, yes, please log in. So this is nice. This is definitely very, very nice. Uh, okay, so I got it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll do the Amazon Store later. Uh, so very promising overall. The functionalities mm -hmm. that we get in here are so far very good. Um, I am gonna try to sideload some games, uh, we, some other applications. We've got so much as well. to dig into. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. kind of daunting because it's like another laptop review where you just mm -hmm. want to do a good job reviewing the laptop. But then on Absolutely. top of that, this is very unique in how it's handling software, and I want to make sure I'm getting a good sense of not just I tried running this one program and it benchmarks twenty percent slower than an Intel. I really want to see like what what are the challenges. Because there have been a few so far, but mm -hmm. if I can pick the right customer for this, do those challenges matter? And I yeah. feel like that's something that I just need to spend a little bit more time playing with, uh, trying to get a sense of it. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and I think that's that for me is it's the biggest um, the experience just to kind of get everything. And like I said, I want to get LTE, sorry, LTE, I want to get the connectivity running on T-Mobile so I can actually, you know, you, the, the purpose of this obviously is to always on connected, travel ready, easy, you pull it out of your backpack, you're ready to go, it's on, sure. it's there. It's that type of a solution, kind of like your smartphone, but in a in a PC environment, yeah. truly not it, not like using desktop experience, literally yeah. PC experience. It, it's hilarious that it is kind of like, the Steam Deck for Windows. <laughs> this this like Insta Pause functionality it, it, that it, it, it's, works it's getting okay better. in Windows is is working better on Absolutely. on Windows on ARM. Um, yeah, real yeah, quick, yeah. we got a question here from Chop. What input controller is best to use to play Vampire Survivors? I've played almost almost entirely on the Steam Deck. So anything kind of traditional controllery dual analog stick i think would be fine have you tried playing it on anything else like have you tried playing it on mouse and keyboard or no uh, i i have it in my steam deck but I, because i started playing it as one of the titles on the steam deck it's basically been there now i have yeah. it on the windows pc and i'm using in the pen 
So oh. the pen input is basically yes. the best thing. So as you're dragging around, because it doesn't recognize touch input for the game, um, it, you just basically use the pen, drag it around. And then once you collect enough uh, diamonds or enough uh, diamonds, yes. enough coins, orbs. essentially orbs, I guess <laughs> that's the best way to say it. They're not coins. The coins are separate. Um, you're able to basically, you know, select the option and keep playing. And I think the biggest thing about it is you don't have to stay on the character. You could just drag and move your mouse to the side and the character keeps following yeah. the mouse or the pen. So you're able to at least see what you're doing. You're not actually covering anything. And you know what? Overall, it the you know it for for the few seconds I got a, I got a chance to play it, it. This is absolutely a fun thing to do. Like in the middle of something you you want to just have fun, pop it open, jump in, play a little bit and go back kind of like a regular PC. Like you'd be able to do it on any PC and so uh, stoked. it's the benefits. Uh, yeah. So real quick, I, I just kind of want to shift gears. We can wrap up Microsoft talk. Um, I have cool. listened to exactly five minutes of audio on the surface headphones. Uh, have, have you been, you, you've got them plugged in now. Have you, have you listened I've to anything been, else? Have you been uh, on them since yesterday? That was the other thing I, I connected them to, so I haven't connected right now to the Xperia 1 Mark IV, and I haven't connected the Z Fold 4. Um, so this dual connection automatic. Um, I love the fact that when it turns on, it tells you what it connected to, so you know exactly nice. what it is. That's good. Um, and it tells you the battery life that's left. So it's like automatic. It says, oh, you have 10 hours left. You have 15 hours left. Um, for me, the biggest, biggest play plus for me, at least, is this. This. The ability of configuring and moving my volume in by just dialing it on the right side and controlling my ANC and my ambient sound on the left side. So easy. Touch control. Um, the button doesn't have to be too hard. You push the button, it turns off. You push the button, it turns off. It turns on. It's really like easy to jump into. Um, and again, over the years, uh, is helping me recover a little bit from so many in-ear solutions that I've been using yeah. that I my inner, like I don't want to use earbuds for at least the next couple of weeks. So this I, is a very I'm, nice break. I'm wearing earbuds right now, and I'm thinking like I might just pop in the cable like you are and maybe I, switch. Yeah, yeah. I know I, I'm working I, on another ear infection I, from all these this, earbud reviews. Too many earbuds, and um, I just pushed out the Liberty Fours. I've had them for some time, uh, but I had between the Liberty Fours, I have my, uh, I have some other buds that I'm working on as well, and then I had the VR Tens that I did with. It's just too many back to back buds, and I can't do that many buds, and then. Of course, getting the we've been waiting, by the way, just for reference, uh, Juan and I have been waiting to try these headphones since the laptop go to. So it's been some time. And these <laughs> yeah, are not new. Obviously, good. these are not new. They're, they're not going to break any kind of embargo. These are just literally the best that Microsoft has to to offer. Oh, yeah. Jeff is even over asking, here. were these the Surface Headphones 3? Like maybe he missed. And no, these are the headphones 2. No, They've been the out two. for a bit. For a bit. Um, yeah, we're yeah. finally <laughs> just getting to spend some time. Yes, them. we're way behind. It just feels like you know we're like fully Microsoft in at this point, from the buds to the PC, uh, <laughs> yeah. to the to the pen input, uh, and I think we also the have the, the the small to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored by Microsoft, but thank you very much. And nope. uh, no, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. If you do want to, if you want to plug them in, you know, you're more more power to you. I, I I was in the process of setting up for tonight's stream, and I'm like. I, it's they're over the ears. They're not, and the cable's long enough. Why not go on the surface, right? Like, why not use them? Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to, I mean, I, obviously, I my, my DT770s are sitting still there, right? Uh, it just, yeah, it's a good option. Wired, when you plug in the wired, automatically gives you an audible notification. It says Bluetooth has been disabled. So you nice. lose the dual sync when you go wired. And sure. uh, the, uh, you know, the TRX goes in here. The TRRX goes into your PC. So in case you want to get audio, because it does have a microphone. 
a little bit of a thing sitting on the side. <laughs> Jeff, you had me double checking all my Google alerts. I thought I missed the bus on that announcement. No, 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 no. I, I no. don't never, never feel like we're going to break headphone news to you. Yeah, no, Jeff, it's the I other way around. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. No, <laughs> no way. No, but I'm, I'm glad so, we went with, with these over the earbuds because that would have just been, yeah. not that the buds are bad. I'm just saying it's, to me, it would have been too much. Uh, but yeah, so we're getting a chance to, we'll have some more time, more conversations on this. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for about this for, for next week. Um, kind of a little bit of a teaser as well for, for everybody in the chat. Um, next week's going to be a little bit of a special event. Um, yeah. your, your buddy and I are going to be traveling kind of together but not together in a kind of way we're going to the same place but in kind of the same thing um so next week's stream we're not 100 percent sure exactly the timing of it so it may end up being on thursday and may also end up being on Saturday, on friday morning i'm not sure but we're going to work yeah. it out and we'll we will yeah. we will try to have a show for you guys uh but it'll be an, an in-person show where Juan and i are at the same place uh doing the show mm -hmm. from there maybe from a surface pro 9 5g i don't know we'll have to see no way to know. No way to know till till you get back with us. So for next week's show, please make sure to keep it up with us. Uh, we're going to be bringing in some amazing news and amazing content coming in um, fresh, hopefully very fresh, like so fresh. It's now, like speaking little speaking of so fresh, so, so fresh and so <laughs> clean, fresh. Uh, we're already demonetized. We're not even monetized to be demonetized. No, um, no. We, we go straight through speaking that. Speaking of something so fresh, we yeah. definitely have to change gears now. We were just showing off Empire Survivors on the Surface Pro 9. Yeah. So obviously, there's no point in owning a Logitech because you can play Vampire Survivors, Survivors on, on, a Surface on the Surface Pro 9. On the Surface. So well, I mean, there's you're, there's you're a... just going to chuck that in the, the bin, right? I, I'm, like, uh, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and just shut it down. So I think it's just like a one button there. Okay. No, I mean, so for me, it's <laughs> this is okay. I'll say well, this. First off, we're we're this was the clumsiest transition yet to talk Girl. about the Logitech Cloud. This is a gaming <laughs> handheld console built for cloud gaming and streaming. Uh, Absolutely. But definitely in in this new era of Steam Deck and Nintendo Switch competitors. Yes, and, and I think that's the biggest thing about uh, about this solution here. Hold on, let me go back. I don't know where I am now. I'm like, I was inside of the X Cloud, and now I'm like sitting in, in a different terminal uh, somewhere else. Hold on. Um, the at, at the beginning when I first heard about this, I was a little bit confused as to what it was trying to do, right? Because it it sells for about two hundred and fifty bucks. It's not a cheap piece of hardware. Um, it's powered by the seven by the Snapdragon 720, so it's technically an Android device. Really, this is no different than your yeah. smartphone, like a mid-range Android smartphone with a large seven-inch display, um, stereo speakers, USB-C connectivity, uh, joystick configuration, and of course everything is built in with cloud gaming in mind. Although you can definitely install games from the App Store, the storage on this is not very high. You do have expandable storage, but the storage is really intended to be more for um, like downloading and installing streaming apps. GeForce Now works beautifully. Uh, running GeForce Now with leveraging the power of obviously NVIDIA, nice. you're able to run AAA games like Cyberpunk will run on this uh, on this easily. Um, I was playing uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z on this um, as if that's one of my favorite games just to kind of see or just to kind of get the experience in here. Um, it does have a limitation of running one app at a time, which I find a little bit interesting. Like every time you want to launch something, it asks you, do you want to quit the other one and launch this? Um, and I and I'll have to play a little bit more. Again, I've had this for about an hour, for about a day as well. Um, but what I like about it is accessing, you know, 
xCloud. Games that you could typically play, like Halo Infinite, uh, playing Injustice 2, you know, vamp- obviously not Vampire. Uh, Vampire Survivors will run, but like Forza uh, Gaming on this, and it, they run really good. Mm-hmm. Um, 1080p, 60 frames per second, and about a 6,400 milliampere battery. So it should last you pretty decent. Up to They're rating it about 12 Sorry, hours worth of gaming. 6,400? Yeah, 6,400. That's pretty good for a, for, a 720. for a 720 yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. 1080 60 frames with a 720 and you're getting a 64 like seriously that's not bad yeah. and it's not running any of the other so you know you don't have any background applications running for you know your your um your rf not basically there's no nfc but that like there's no mobile connectivity other than wi-fi wi-fi and bluetooth are the only two radios so you're definitely not taxing the system um it's very light very small uh, I'm trying to find a good case for it. Uh, it, it you know, it's not bad. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. If I had to choose between the two, I probably would still pick up my Steam Deck. I feel like it's a little bit more capable. Um, but it's a solution for somebody that wants a portable gaming solution for, let's say, their kids, for a family member that just like to play games and not necessarily having to carry with them an entire PC. Uh, the fact that it runs xCloud very nicely and it's, the mapping is runs really good, I'm happy with that. I, I like that functionality. Yeah. And, and I think um, for leveraging what Microsoft's bringing in with Xcloud, which is an amazing service, if you have, uh, if you've never tried it, it's great for mobile gaming. Um, I, I like it. I think so far for me, it's more about, I want to test out the battery, uh, maybe, you know, on a trip and so on. So I, I'm probably going to be bringing it as well as obviously the uh, the Pro 9 with me next week. Because mm-hmm. I feel like this is a good, again, they're, they're intended to be for travel. I'll bring them with me. Uh, I'll sacrifice uh, the since I can play Vampire Survivors on the PC and on this, the, I don't I, I don't have to bring ask, the Steam Deck. Yeah, and 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 I, I just I've been looking at the product page because you know we're talking about a three hundred and fifty dollar yeah. gaming portable, but it does seem to be built heavily on streaming a game that's being processed somewhere else. Have you tried it with Steam Link? Um, so uh, no, I didn't get that. I didn't get that far. I literally, okay. I got. I got the laptop. You got it all at the same time. I got all three at the same time. So where <laughs> you were focusing on, on the laptop, my geeky side went straight for the gaming side. So I've been listening to music, using the headphones for calls and so on and everything. Uh, but I've been playing, yeah, I've been basically focusing on xCloud and um, NVIDIA GeForce. I wanted to get those type of things experienced going in there because it doesn't have um, an attachment. There's no desktop mode. This is running Android 11 mm-hmm. in a with a custom UI GUI. You can run it in tablet mode. And then and use it like that, uh, but I think it runs better when you run it in the Logitech, the I guess the G, the the G Cloud interface. It, it it looks like any sort of PlayStation or Xbox mm-hmm. style. Actually, it it UI. it has a lot of inspiration from Xbox. The 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 controls, the handle, uh, just the way it feels like in the back. It looks like a Microsoft controller, like yeah, the button configuration. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, it it's totally very does. heavily inspired by Microsoft. Um, there, it's just that, you know, obviously you need to remember that even though it's Android, it still has custom configurations in there. So mapping and everything so far, pretty happy, probably not great if we were trying to natively play some of the beefier console ports, but have you, yeah, are you, I, I have to believe this would be solid for something like super nintendo emulation or something it, like it, that. Sh- it should be able to handle it uh it i don't know how how the frame rate is going to be but I, I i definitely that'll be my next thing to do install install some of the emulators and run some of the old ports and see how those work the concern though is the storage it only has i think it was like i want to say 64 gigs it's 
very but limited in storage. You could put your ROMs on an SD card. That's the only place to put your ROMs. Uh, no, no. But what I meant to say is <laughs> right. if you try to download too many apps um, or try to, because yeah. it still has oh, Gmail, sure. it still has like, it has the standard apps. You can run Chrome, you can watch movies on this, you can run, uh, you know, Netflix on uh, web based Netflix on. It's not an issue. It's more about what it's for. This is meant to be right. a gaming solution, right? It's a gaming, uh, it's a travel ready gaming uh, experience for cloud based games. Uh, but definitely, you know, if you want to be able to run the emulation on this, it should be pretty. I mean, the 720G is, again, it's a gaming processor. It's intended to be optimized for this. Yeah. And and we don't have a lot of other background processes that are going to kill our, our battery as much. So I like the fact that it runs. I don't know why it only runs one app at a time. That makes me feel like, why does it always have to close the other one? Uh, but I think it's also because of the, I think it only have like a, the four or six gigs of RAM. It's limited in RAM. It's not very, well, it's not but built again, it, with like, it, like specced up. It it's does, built for battery so life. We've got, we've got, we've gotten a couple comments, you know, like game, I think this sure, is sure. a little expensive for what, what it is or, yeah, yeah. um, again, it's, it's, it's about properly communicating that this is, I don't know how many game systems Logitech has ever made doesn't <laughs> seem like they've made very many no no so obviously we're talking about a very early entry into this market from a company that hasn't made a lot of this kind of stuff in the past yeah, yeah. that's not to excuse a higher price point because it's not much more money to start looking at nintendo's and i mean, well Look. it's the starting price of a nintendo switch it, so. it is, but if you so if we if we have to pull, if, let's start pulling some of the comparisons because it does technically feature some very similar uh, mm -hmm. uh, specs as a mobile device. This is a mid-range processor, a 720G smartphone that if you want to yeah. buy right now on the market, it's around 500 bucks. It's not going to be in the 700. It's 720. We're not talking 765. Um, the the RAM is limited again, but it's running a seven uh, a seven inch display at 1080p with 60 frames per second. It has a large battery, so. From a tablet standpoint, it's right around the price point of what a tablet should be. And it's a little bit higher because it kind of gives you the, if you think about buying an extra controller that runs about a hundred, like let's say the Razer Kishi, that's about a hundred bucks. Like you have to strap around the tablet. So put all the components together, make it function correctly. And of course, support it. I think it's not a bad solution. I think if you had to do it yourself, you spend more money and you wouldn't get the form factor. This really leverages what I what I got excited last year at uh, the, the Qualcomm Tech Summit, where they showed us the concept of what the new Razer gaming system that just got announced, I think was it a couple of weeks ago at, uh, at RazerCon. And the reality is, I mean, this could be very similar to what what we saw, what we see with the Razer uh, system that's going to come out, I think, is it I think later this year, or early next year, I think they're just doing pre-order reservations right now. The. Um, the form factor is nice. It's small. It's much smaller than a Steam Deck. This is definitely much smaller. Literally, feels like um, like it literally feels like a like if you had the the Nexus Seven, it literally is like a <laughs> Nexus Seven with the controllers on this. I but don't know why does, the... it does look just a little bit better sculpted than a Nintendo yeah. Switch because they don't have the Joy-Con pop off design. Absolutely. But I, I, I again, it's. I think there's still that kind of crossover for a lot of consumers. They're not going to have the data or the infrastructure to do cloud. Obviously, obviously you're going to want something that installs and stores games locally. Absolutely. One of the things that I would love for you to try, because, because this is the last thing that I don't know I've seen sort of properly answered is if you were to 
locally play a game on on a Steam Deck mm -hmm. versus streaming a game on something like that, um, Logitech Cloud. So you think that of... deliver better battery life? I have to believe. Like, say, say you were playing a, a game like I, I did that comparison on an Android phone playing Alien Isolation versus my Steam oh, Deck. Oh, yeah, I should Alien download Isolation. Alien Isolation. I and so I I loaded <laughs> Undead Horde. Good That's man. Just... I, so I that's can't wait. I, I'm waiting for their um, for their sequel. The, the, the sequel, the sequel yes. looks awesome. But but the reason why I wanted to show that was your performance per watt rendering the game locally on both Android and the Steam Deck. The Steam mm -hmm. Deck is significantly more powerful, but in maintaining the same frame rate, the Android solution was a, a higher performance per watt. Yeah, I yeah. have to believe the advantage here would be. You're taxing your radios, you're taxing your screen, mm -hmm. but even if you are really leveraging the power of a Snapdragon 720, you're not hitting nearly as much power draw as you are the oh, little I, AMD chip in the no, Steam Deck. So, no, 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 so the, the, yeah. the trade-off is, do you have good data? No, get a Nintendo, get a Steam Deck. If you yeah. have good data, you should be able to game significantly longer out in the field if, if you're not rendering if all you're all doing, of those yeah, graphics, yeah. If all you're doing device. is streaming, yeah. If you're streaming the content and it is basically taxing your Wi-Fi radio because it's not going to tax your uh, your modem. There's no right. LTE, no 5G modem to connect to. So from a Wi-Fi solution, even your smartphone. So if you've ever tried testing this out on on an Android device, um, if you turn off your mobile, you turn you turn on your phone on airplane mode and you turn on Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and you just use your phone with the modem turned off your battery life is nine times longer because the phone doesn't have, yeah. it's not taxed. Yeah. Leveraging that, as you're saying, running cloud-based services where most of the heavy lifting is done off device, meaning you're not taxing the GPU, you're not taxing the system the way it normally, it's no more than streaming a video off Netflix to a certain point with a much faster up and down uh, connectivity for, for sure. input uh, configuration. You're right. Now, the good thing is that you can run local games. Uh, you're limited with size, and you do need to leverage having your libraries move to the SD card. If the game does not allow you, that's going to be a little bit of a challenge. Uh, but like emulation shouldn't be an issue. But again, uh, Undead Horde for me installed very nicely, and it's it to me it's a good benchmark. And uh, if it plays well, it plays very much like the Steam Deck, which is because of the mm -hmm. controllers. The mapping is right yeah. there at the same time. So the buttons are exactly the same. So I love that function. Um, and I, like I said, I want to try different options in there, but I will definitely try Alien Isolation and download that as well, uh, just to see how it runs. If it will actually run, and you're able to see what you're doing, like you, we've tested it. You've tested it on oh, different yeah. devices where like it'll boot, but it just it's a frozen right. frame that you're just um, passing so, through. Yeah, and and um, especially on uh, some of the media techs. Um, yeah. The, the developers have done a pretty good job of updating it for most of the premium tier Snapdragon 800 SoC. So now mm -hmm. Alien Isolation is running really well on 865s, 888s, mm -hmm. and 8 Gen 1s. Nice, yeah. Um, it's still, like, I still have rainbow legs on one of the Dimensities. Have you ever seen mm -hmm. that? Where it's like, it's not rendering the player character correctly, so it looks like this weird, like <laughs> weird mishmash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T2 the, the, the pixel, the, the the pixelation, and it's like a draw. Yeah, it's all yeah, yeah. it's all messed up. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, that's yeah. mostly gone away on on premium tier Snapdragons. So, so if if you don't mind me giving you the homework, what I would love to see is yes, sir. The you know, like kind of a battery life test on on, and again, as long as it's any game that can kind of be compared on 
three different versions where it's being rendered locally on a Steam Deck, it's mm -hmm. being streamed on a Steam Deck, and then it's also being streamed to the Logitech. Because my hypothesis would be worst battery life is obviously rendering on locally the on the Steam Deck. Best Absolutely. battery life should be on the Logitech with the streaming Steam Deck being Steam Deck. somewhere better, but so, sort of in the middle. I'm thinking it, it may be better in the performance, but I don't think it'll beat it in battery life. Because we're running a 7-series processor and the fact that we have a large battery, I think the G-series should, in theory, uh, on paper at least, should outperform battery life. Meaning even even though yeah. you may not get the performance, Th you'll yeah. last longer, quite a bit longer than your than your average Joe. But, uh, but again, I, I kind of want to say, you know, this is something that can matter to the right consumer. Yeah. Do you want the absolute longest playtime that is a particular kind of product? Yeah. Are you willing to make a compromise on playtime and you can do streaming or rendering locally and then a Steam Deck becomes a better Way buy? More. Oh, absolutely. My, my guess is that on a 720p screen powering all the guts of the Steam Deck, even if you're streaming the game, you're not going to improve the battery life enough to match what the Logitech can do similarly streaming a game. Yeah, I think so. and I, and and not only that, the Logitech has a 1080p resolution display, so it's slightly right. higher. That's yeah. why I mentioned the screen resolution, resolution. of the Steam Deck. No, no, I, it's I agree. the same reason why I was saying like, hey, I've got this 120 hertz or 144 hertz, L, you know, 1080p OLED in my phone, and a Nintendo Switch. I mean, it looks nice, but our phone screens look better. <laughs> oh, absolutely! No, no. It, it, the 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 solution. I think the resolution between the two is is it's it won't be as noticeable depending on the titles that you're playing, obviously, and what you're streaming. Oh, um, I, I can see all the pixels, TK. Thank you. That's you, you don't have to try and dumb dumb things down for me. Bring it down. No, I, yeah. So this has a spot. I think it it it's a solution. I don't know if it's a, it's going to be as popular as the Steam Deck. It was touted no. as to be the Steam Deck competitor, and I feel like it's not. No. It's a step. In my opinion, I would look at it as the Steam Deck is a step above what the G, the G Cloud is offering us. The G Cloud is really leveraging cloud-based gaming. So it doesn't really do a lot of... Well, I mean, it can run locally-based games, but it's not really designed for that. It's intended to be sold to use with like xCloud and uh, you know GeForce Now or any basically streaming type of a solution because it's a 720 processor. It'll play games. Yeah. It'll, play, it'll get you the game that you want to play. Um, I, I, I definitely, I'm not going to lie. I am definitely installing call of duty and PUBG mobile just to see how they play. Uh, <laughs> although I will probably need to play a little bit with the mapping because they, they're not configured to play with this. So I, it, the, the story is this team deck still holds its own, even though it's about a year old, it still holds its own and it still does a lot more like a PC than it does. Mm -hmm. than than what the G cloud is trying to do, it's the G cloud is literally, it's for the most part, a very good combination of an Android tablet with controllers, customization, the UI elements, and leveraging cloud services. I think it does that job well. I don't know how many people will be interested. I think this would be maybe a more of a better co competitor to what we see from Razer coming up later this year, because I think that's what Razer's doing yeah. on their side as well. They're leveraging cloud-based gaming, or yeah, you know, totally. like you know, five G connectivity with Verizon. I think they're also selling. Uh, the, the Wi-Fi model on their own side, but it's intended to be a mobile gaming solution. The version of the, the system that I saw last year when I was at the summit with Qualcomm 
was a very different device. That was not what they what what uh, what uh, what we're seeing right now from Verizon and from uh, Razer. What Razer and Verizon are doing, I think, this is more of bringing back the Razer phone. Like this could be the Razer phone three in a new solution. I, I got so much when I saw the <laughs> when I saw the rectangular shape. I had like uh, you know I had Robin uh, you know. Um, flashbacks and i'm having razor right. phone 2 flashbacks yeah. you know what i mean like i'm like okay great this is really have good. you ever this just pull, have you ever just dug out the razor phone 2 like it's recently because right I, I still I, I have mine yeah mine's no, over no, no, there no. on the side but have I, you like I, just pulled it? it out in a while like uh, i haven't charged it for i think maybe a couple of months i did boot it up a couple of months ago to see if it had any updates but it's stuck. i think if i'm not mistaken it's still stuck on android 10 it never uh, left android 10 land so it's it's slowly kind of like going to yeah, be expiring out of its own. Um, this runs Android 11. It's not running Android 12 yet. Um, so not to say that I'm as waiting for Android 11 or 12. As long as it's able to come, as long as it's compatible with the games that I want to download, it's going to be fine. You're not, you're not using this to like, I want the latest, you know, Android 13 sure. version pulled down. You don't even have access to the notification shade unless you turn on the tablet mode. Uh, and right. it did have a couple of updates. So overall, Sound seems pretty decent. Uh, headphone jack, SD card. Um, I did not try to see if it actually supports video out yet. That was going to be my next thing. I didn't get a chance to check that out. But I think that, I, I hope it does. I don't know. And I want to say, I, I normally would have been able to test this out right now, but I took out the HDMI cable for my current setup here on my last trip to Germany, which for, this, for the gentleman that was asking me before, Germany was great. I was there for barely 24 hours, but it was great. <laughs> I was like, it was yeah. my that last trip to Best Germany? Twenty four, uh, twenty two hours of my international. I I will say absolutely. I hung out with a lot of cool people, a lot of friends, a lot of people I haven't seen for some time. But it was short lived, and I literally like I landed the the first day I landed. It was right after breakfast, so I got into the hotel and I was like, "Hey, is breakfast still being served?" He's like, "Yeah, can I just go?" He's like, "Yeah." So I literally got to the hotel, checked in, went and had breakfast, and went to the event. Next morning, had breakfast and came back home. It was that's like awesome. like like yeah. I was like, I didn't even have enough time to say it smells good after the rain. Like it wasn't that like that. So, but uh, either way, long 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 I love the smell of Germany for twenty hours. <laughs> Dude, I've been to Germany two times in the last two months, and I've been meaning to get, uh, I wanted to get like a Donner kebab from there. Never once have I, every time I get there, by the time I remember I was supposed to get the Donner kebab, I already left. Mm -hmm. Like, huh? I mean, um, at least did you get to scarf like a currywurst or anything like that? Not even, no. The, uh, when we, The last trip we had, we had some, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, East African food from Sudan. Um, uh, and Pakistani food. No, no, it was the food was absolutely fantastic, um, but it wasn't German food. <laughs> I was like I was say, I was in Germany, but it did not have German food. Um, I do love their breakfast. Their the hotel breakfasts in in Europe are fantastic. Um, between the pretzel bed and the salmon and their cheeses and the and the the buff, yeah. the omelet bar. Anyways, I'm I'm making every I'm making myself hungry at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, but yeah, no. So, but keeping that in mind, I will, we'll have more content on that. I, I, um, I shot a, um, a little bit of a real unboxing and I put that out just kind of, it kind of get, I, again, very excited, a lot of cool new things, but I'm also kind of on a backlog with, um, my, my home's going through some constructions the last couple of weeks. So I've had mm. so much noise and it's been tough. 
<laughs> it's starting to finish and we're almost at the end. And uh, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, but I don't have to take too much of a segue. I do want to talk a little bit about the Pixel Watch. Since yeah. you finally put out your content on that, I put mine out last Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, last mm -hmm. weekend. I, I thought it was going to be Friday, but it turned out to be Saturday. Um, so I, maybe I'll, let's say this. What are your you know, brief thoughts? Obviously, not not giving away your video or anything like that on, on the Pixel Watch and overall. How, how do you like it after using it for a few weeks? Um, I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm not wearing it. I'm back on my tick watch because I kind of mm -hmm. like the battery better. Um, mm -hmm. From our conversation last week, I kind of feel like I predicted what some of my other complaints would be. My biggest concern isn't, will another smartwatch fan be able to use this if you've used any Apple Watch or Wear OS watch in the past? It's pretty seamless. Like it, mm -hmm. it does what it claims to do and it does it very well. And none Absolutely. of the tech gotchas like, oh, but it's a first gen product or the Samsung SOC. I've got like four or five comments from pedantic nerds on my YouTube channel. Like it's too much money for an old SOC. And you're like, I can't care. I mean, like, t tell me what product with a newer SOC handles like this kind of battery life and runtime and performance better because mm -hmm. there isn't one. So that really wasn't ever the concern. Oh, but it yeah. should be more efficient. Well, then show me something that's more efficient because an Apple Watch still gets about the same amount of battery life, maybe less. Yeah. So th th those kinds of complaints haven't really held. The my biggest concern, it's still my biggest concern, is the person who looks at the Google Watch page on the Google Store mm -hmm. and sees all of these Fitbits? I was going to say, and also sees the most expensive item is this Pixel Watch with Fitbit software, and they think I want the nicest version of the fitness tracking that I currently do. I'm going to buy the most expensive Google Watch, and you go from like five days of battery life on your Fitbit to. A, a single solitary day 27 27 hours if you are lucky yes yeah and 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 like and that's 27 hours probably not if you're tracking a workout with gps no um, uh and you're not using I, I uh, always not on display that. for sure yeah yeah definitely not with an always on display so when that's when i can story. comfortably run for 48 hours on a tick watch with GPS fitness tracking for about an hour a day. I, I feel like this is really claustrophobic on the Pixel Watch. The small size hasn't bothered me. The, the screen is about the same size as the Tick Watch E3. And it's Actually, a little surprising. small, but it, it's, it, it's yeah. been fine. Like controls are, are, are nicely laid out and there's not yeah. as much wasted space as there is on the Apple Watch. So mm -hmm. like when you go to control settings, like I, I'm scrolling more in an annoying way to get through my Apple Watch than I am on the Pixel Watch. So all of that stuff has been fine. It, it really just comes down to me, like who do I think is most likely to give this a try? And I think your built-in consumer, the, the built-in target um, audience member for this watch is likely to be disappointed by that kind of runtime. That's my biggest concern. It Outside is. of that, the watch has been a great example of Wear OS on a circular watch face. It's been it's been a joy. It really has been a fun watch to use. Yeah, I, I and and I, I would say I uh, 
I pretty much kind of like, I'm not gonna say I copied uh, that, that, that sentiment there. I think the overall performance for me was on point. It, I never had a stutter. I never had a, an issue. I like the crown functionality of scrolling. It adds an, an extra function into it where it makes it simpler. Not having to do whoo, 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 20 minutes, you're like, oh, okay, I get, I, I can, <laughs> yeah. I, I live with that. I've used those, I've used the spinny thing before. Um, that part was very nice. <laughs> I too am familiar with spinny things. Yes, <laughs> crowns are very nice. They oh, spin. <laughs> the the I think so. For me, what I feel like, yes, there is going to be that 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 consumer, especially because if you do go to the Google Store now, this isn't present. If you go to Amazon, you go to Best Buy, and they don't try to marry Fitbit with it. But on the Google Store, or even on the Fitbit Store, if you go to their website, it's exactly it's listed and it's uh, put together alongside Fitbits. I'm not saying that it's not a Fitbit at its core. It's a collaboration between the two. What I looked at it and what I was trying to basically explain the conversation is this is for somebody that likes smartwatches, but mm -hmm. has always been interested in to see what Fitbit does because they've heard of how Fitbit is, but they don't have the ability of leveraging that community that Fitbit does. Because that was the biggest thing. Yeah. My wife but, used a Versa. Oh, no, no. It, my wife was on Fitbits for the longest time. Mm -hmm. It took me quite a bit of convincing to get her to switch over to the ThickWatch E to lever it to right. go over to Android and to go over to, you know, utilizing Google services and so on. So, I feel like the Pixel Watch right now for me would be the perfect combination of what she loved about Fitbit and what Android is able to offer with smart functionalities that she likes. The battery life is the con. That was my thing. I think it's the the yeah. limitation of a 290, 289 or 297 uh, uh, milliamp hour battery in here is very small. And I understand why. It's a small form factor. That's why I was I was hoping for at some point, maybe if we get a, a, a 44 millimeter version, that would give us not just a bigger yeah. display, but a bigger footprint for battery. But I, as soon as we we talk about bigger, I know my wife is out of the conversation. No, no, absolutely, about, you know? exactly. So again, for what it, for it, what it, this does for people complaining about the 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 Pixel Watch being too small, it's like you're forgetting that there's at least sixty percent of the population that has smaller wrists than you I, do. Absolutely, and and, and I think that's like, the biggest thing. Yeah, they yeah. built <laughs> this, I think, for a much broader consumer base that we're looking at crossover devices fitness trackers and smartwatches absolutely and i think they made the right play if you're only going to launch one and one size i think they made a better play launching the more feminine friendly yeah version no of no this. and, and it actually it doesn't look it, it, i'm not going to say that it looks bad on on my wrist for me it was just more i felt like i felt like it was like in in in, in the just general usage i felt like it was small it just almost looked like i feel like it's not there I like the functions. I like the design. I, I also like the overall performance on the OS. It's very well optimized, very well balanced, no stuttering, no jitter. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it does Fitbit very well and it does Android very well because I was able to run my Tesla app and I'm able to respond yeah. to text messages. All of the stuff, all the smart functionalities that you get out of Android are here at the price of the battery. But again, from what you're getting here, realistically, it's 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 a common ground that we just didn't have before. Yeah. And for that matter, I feel like it's a great watch. You just for have sure. to, the main thing I would, I told them, I said, just don't turn on the always on display. If you want LTE, keep that as a backup, because if you have it as a backup, it works perfectly fine. If you yeah. want to go out for a run for about a you know half hour to, to an hour, whatever, using the LTE connectivity, you're going to lose 10% of battery, but you know that yeah. going into it. 
for sure. And then come back and charge it. It's like you said, the Apple Watch. But sorry, and then you can go back to your. No, <laughs> I, I hope I, you can. I, I didn't go too long. No, no, no. You're you're totally fine. It, 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 it's it's an interesting because I I feel like I can't even really finish a traditional review with a conclusion. Um, I'm having a harder and harder time trying to articulate what I think might be important to potential consumers for this, mm-hmm. because it's not a it's not a techie focused gadget. Mm-hmm. I feel Samsung probably has the better solution there. If you want to yeah. go boutique, um, Google is too big and broad. They're making a, a mainstream mass market kind of product. And yeah. I, I mean, like you would want to instead look at Fossil and Mobvoi for mm-hmm. tick watches. Um, the, the last thing that I can kind of point to, and, and I don't even know, I, I mentioned this in my video and I genuinely do not know anymore it, how many people are going to care about something like this, but I believe it's the only phone agnostic smartwatch with ECG. You can't use ECG on an Apple watch unless no. the Apple watch is paired to an iPhone. I can't yeah. even pair the Apple watch to an iPad. I still desperately wish I could use an iPad mini as a phone. I want that. And, and Apple won't give that to me and I can't combine my Apple watch with any other Apple products. How, how dare you use Apple products in, in the wanna, wrong I matter? I do something do different outside. I want to yeah. think different with my Apple products. Tim, Apple Tim, Cook, Tim Cook would be upset. Tim no. Apple is, is <laughs> so, you know, he was so upset at that admission from me. He couldn't even smile. When he was at that car race waving the flag the checker flag he was just like i juan is demoralizing me he's such a meanie um because yeah, yeah. tim 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 apple absolutely keeps up with all of my commentary yeah uh, but samsung you you, you get he's on glowing rectangles i don't know if you've to... seen his comments lately yeah he's on glowing <laughs> the he's the one downvoting the videos sorry <laughs> um so so samsung you need to have a galaxy phone or you need to trust that you can use a patched health app which mm-hmm. I'm sure is fine, but I don't trust health tracking data to have potentially compromised software. Yeah, yeah. I think Google might have the only solution. You can use the ECG free from a Pixel. You don't yeah. have to use a Pixel Watch with a Pixel phone and still no. have the full functionality. I I, I had it running Pixel on watch. on my Samsung on my Samsung Z Fold Four. Um, there was a there was a little bit of a like trying to get the pixel watch activated was also a little bit of a, a oh, weird sure. situation i'm not saying uh, i'm not saying that's seamless but compared yeah. to the complete functionality of a galaxy watch being locked to a ga- galaxy phone for the teething pains in setting up the pixel watch on another phone at least you still i again i you have a better I option any feature no. compromise i don't think anything oh no 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 uh, all the functionalities work it's and and i think as we said it before the ecg is a function that you actually have to purposely look for it does not do it automatically um it, it runs very nicely i haven't had any issues running at any time i think the the for for me the perfect customer for this smartwatch would be a pixel owner it's a, a person oh. that loves pixel that i think so is, yeah, I, but, I think it's, it's but, from the from that ecosystem. It's a natural trans uh, recommendation, but taking but, but that out, it becomes that a I like about Pixel Buds and and Pixel Watch. Mm-hmm. You're you're not limited by no that. no no no. Whereas you are not. If I, if I get Galaxy Buds, I don't have high res streaming unless I pair it to a Galaxy phone. If I have a Galaxy yeah. Watch, 
yeah, I yeah. can't use the ECG if I ever decide to switch. Sam Samsung is learning Samsung. is is copying Apple verbatim at this point, in, locking in, in, in ecosystem. Super great. So no. I understand because Michael Peppertech brings up what is a, a, a very prescient point. Part of the yeah. limitations with the OEM watches are FCC and other regulations available internationally. Availability internationally limits what Apple and Samsung are allowed to do. Hence, Pixel Watch limited availability. Um, terms of service limitations, you agree to allowing sensors for specific phones connections to the watch as well. It's why they require you to wipe and reconnect when switching phones from Sam to Sam. Mm -hmm. um, but here's part of the issue. We can acknowledge yeah, that there are likely FCC and FDA mm -hmm. regulatory policies in place. Um, you know, my wife has some durable medical equipment. I've got some medical equipment. When you look at how the FCC and the FDA approve medical apps for certain phones, those mm -hmm. are barriers, those are hurdles yeah. to, to climb. Um, to say something is FDA certified, to, to be a, a medical tracking device with something like ECG takes mm -hmm. a lot of um, uh, takes a lot of effort to pass those regulatory hurdles. So Samsung didn't do that with their health app for other phones. Google yeah. has done that with their Fitbit software. So well, because Fitbit existed, yeah, but, but that's the with thing. With other phones, yeah, it's yeah. so Fitbit did a lot of that work ahead in Vast, and Google leveraged that all of that. Yeah, so we have to we have to give so, the, the credit to why Google. So Samsung is yeah. looking at the smartwatch purchase as being part of an accessory purchase only for their ecosystem, where Google is already leveraging their Fitbit acquisition to make sure that this remains a broad and open device. Yeah. So again, we can say, yes, there are some regulatory actions at play, but if Samsung really wanted you to be able to use one of their products to their fullest, they would do the extra legwork to say the Samsung Health app, regardless of what phone and platform it might be operated on, is going to include this functionality. And yeah. Samsung has not approached no. the FDA for that kind of certification. So again, I don't know how much that's going to matter to people, but that's a Samsung thing. That's not a regulatory thing. That's not an FDA thing. That's Samsung not doing the last step of work that you get to benefit from if you have a Pixel Watch and you decide to use your Pixel Watch with a non-Pixel phone. I just got your text message. But... <laughs> <laughs> About wanting to start the show? I yeah, was in the, the, the back. I was I... in the room for like a solid four minutes just yeah, watching I... you play around on your Surface Pro 9. And I was Why just, did... Yeah. <sighs> Just watching my buddy, just enjoying a piece of gadgetry. It's like, awesome. should I should I even say I'm here? Should I even bother? No, like I, 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 I'm with you. Um, I think the I think overall, yeah, it, it's 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 an interesting. I, I will say this: it was a pleasure to use. For me, the size was something that kind of got me at the end of it. At the end, when I started overall, after about a couple of weeks of using it going in and out transitioning and i'm transitioning over from uh i'm tra switching over to the uh, the xperia one mark four um mm -hmm. in the Same. middle of having it setting it setting yeah <laughs> which by the way we okay we need to start doing this again uh where is my Xperia? oh oh, oh yeah we uh, this week on xperia watch yeah do uh, we have uh, android, android 13. 13 i checked early this morning it did not show up no nah, i don't i oh i did just get an app update for support though Okay, I don't. I do there not know where my. Okay, this this is me really failing. I will say though, my um, my my Oppo Find N 
the foldable got Android yeah. 13. I was like, nice. what? Yeah, because it was on Android. So because it was a China-only device, it was carried on Android 11 for quite some time. It never mm -hmm. got Android 12. So I was like, okay, you know, and then when I was, uh, when I got the originally hands-on with the Android 13 built on the Find X5 Pro, uh, mm -hmm. they mentioned or they hinted saying that, you know, Android 13 could be coming to the Find N, but just no word. And then all the social media and everything, they only talk about the international models, not the China model. So nice. a couple of days ago, I'm like, you know, let me fire it up. No update. And then I checked the option where it says trial version, although it's supposed to be a trial version. The official version of Android 13 was sitting in the trial beta, the trial queue. So I think they have it on the wrong server somewhere. Sure. Long story short, but it's, I, it's, it's installed. Now. It's installed. It's running. So and, there and again, we have it. I, I, let, let, let's throw the shout out to Oppo because like the Surface Duos, skipping the early teething pains of Android 12. Abs absolutely. absolutely. They, they, the it was such a good move. They kept supporting Android 11. They kept pushing out uh, security patch updates and put, and oh. uh, and updates to the system. And what I really loved about it is going from 11 to 13, it did not nuke my, uh, my Google Play services. So my Google Play store still mm -hmm. runs because I had it installed on the early version. So transitioning over, it, it didn't wipe any of my data. And Google Play Store runs perfectly fine. So yeah, updates, everything. A new life into a foldable is always, always appreciated. I think it's it's that's the biggest thing for me. So yeah, shout out to Oppo. Thank you very much. Um, you know, can't wait to hear and see what what else is coming up. I think for me, the biggest thing right now is I want to see some of their concepts. I want to see some of their that rollable that that they talked about. You know what I mean? Like the one that came out, the Oppo, I think was at mm -hmm. the the X X twenty twenty one that was that that yeah. went everywhere except for the U S for some reason, um, but yeah. So long story short, very excited and I'm happy again. Uh, hopefully the Xperia will get it. Although if if history says if history plays out the same way, we will be the last region to get Android thirteen oh. on our Xperia one Mark four, and I think that's what happened last two generations, we're right? Keep plugging away. We'll get it. We'll get it in January. Every week we'll oh, we'll check. I know. This week on Xperia Watch. No. On Xperia okay. Watch. Do the guys have Android 13 <laughs> on their Xperia's on Xperia Watch? Back for season three. Will it be or will it not be? Yeah. Season <laughs> one, Mark four. Four. Uh, so, it's an Xperia. You can't just have season four. No, no, no. So this is this is weird. The Surface, uh, so the Surface uh, headphones to announce what device is connected to all the time, right? Yeah. So I connected it to my Xperia 1 Mark IV first. So it reads it mm -hmm. um, connected to Xperia I uh, Xperia 1 Ive. I'm like, what? <laughs> Johnny Ive. Johnny Ive. I'm now. like, what? And then, and then of course, default <laughs> 4. I'm like, okay, but yeah, I got to change the name of the phone. Uh, so wait a minute. I've, wait a minute. You don't have I've, your Surface headphones connected to your Surface tablet? I, I didn't get the, So that's the thing. I literally... So, um, the headphones and the um, sorry and the and the cloud delivered before the surface, so I got them and I'm like okay great let me turn it on so I turned on my oh. Xperia and for some reason my Xperia, um, it's having a hard time with the Surface app so I download the Surface app, I can connect oh, okay. the, the the headphones to the phone, but the Surface app can never find the headphones so I'm like okay let me try it on another phone so I picked up the fold and I connected it and boom it works so it connected to both phones right away. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yes, it needs to be connected to the Surface to, uh, laptop as well as the G Cloud. Uh, but I think it's my main, my my initial inst instinct was, 
I wanted to try the dials. I want to, because I remember enjoying so much that little brief demo that we got with them during um, the trailer tour. It's a trailer. It was a trailer. I'm not trying to say it's a trailer thing. It it was a trailer at the time where we went in there. Um, And yeah, no, everything is so nice. Uh, The ability of controlling how much ANC or how much you want to be able to flip to the other side, Mm -hmm. amplify the external audio on device is like really it it changes the experience entirely the audio is really good we have aptex in here um so 24 bit 44 kilohertz it's going to play pretty pretty well but it's more about for me was that i don't have to basically you know press and hold and do whatever no i just want to back and forth and if i plug in the headphones bluetooth gets turned off and i'm using them straight with the pc it it's easy so, uh, but yeah, it will be connected. <laughs> it will be connected. Is it just uh, is it just two device or is it can it be? Multiple? I think it's multi multi point is always two. Okay. I, I but I I don't I don't quote me on. Well, hold on. Okay. I, I I'll be I playing around with them a bit more. I, I connected yeah, yeah. them to my surface and then I had to nuke my surface. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, you were, we were talking about that. Hold on. So let me see here. Multi point. Uh, I think, Windows I think what 10. What I'm doing is pairing them to. Uh, uh, pairing to the Surface Laptop Go 2 yes. uh, when we're done with this uh, Surface Pro. True, yeah, because the well, for me at least, uh, the Pro is a, is a timed loner. Same. But, you know, yeah. Hey, at least we got a chance to play with it. That, to me, is still mm. like a, a big, a big... And then we get a chance to travel with it, which is also the big test for it. It's supposed it's to be a travel thing. solution. It is. Um, but, yeah, no, I think overall for me... I'm I'm still trying to finish off a lot of my stuff, my backlog, but I think I, I think for the next week or so, I, I have I have a really nice set of microphones from Saramonic that I need to push out a video for. But I also kind of need to start putting out some stuff on the Pixel 7 Pro. Um very like I feel like I, I know the phone now. It's like it I've lived with it for three weeks. I've I've gone through a couple of software updates. So it's it's more of that lived in experience now than you know, pre-production software uh, on the pre on on you know final hardware kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, I, I'll say this, the zoom camera on, or the, the telephone camera on the seven pro for me has been an absolute winner. Good. Um, yeah. you know, uh, main camera, of course, as usual, both front and front and back, I will say that the front facing, although, although it shoots 4k 60, it's not as good as 4k 60 from the main camera on the back. Oh, yeah. It'll never it's be, still, it's but still, it's, I mean, it is it, a selfie it's good. camera. No, 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 I, absolutely. Again, it just, I feel it's, it's really special to point out like. 4K60 I think across. This is the only phone that not only has 4K60 all across, but then can also uh, switch between all the rear lenses when shooting 4K60. So so helpful so when I'm when I'm when we're out there and I'm watching Omar swim at his swim meets because typically parents are not sitting at the same level as where the kids are, right? Yeah. So he's sitting all the other all the, all the other side on the other side of the pool, and I'm trying to capture his dive. I jump into the telephoto and then I, as he's getting closer to me, I jump in wider, wider, wider. Mm-hmm. And as he goes away, I go do, 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 do back in. So um, like, you know, cause so my wife's, good. my wife's video is all in one focal length. You know, it's just sitting in <laughs> the, the 24, the 35. <laughs> oh, right? This is going to so be like, like he, he goes from like, not... from like oh. tiny, 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 tiny. Then he shows oh. it big and then he goes back to tiny. All tiny, your tiny. videos all in one focal length. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so grossed out. Oh no. <laughs> You're laughing. I actually had to point it out. I'm just kidding. Um, it, it's to me for for everyday use and everything on this. I am yeah. I'm happy with what the Pixel Seven Pro has brought us. For me, it's mm-hmm. a definite upgrade from what I got last year with the Pixel Six Pro, and I enjoyed everything that the Seven Pro yeah. is bringing us. 
Battery life is pretty decent. Overall performance, connectivity is really nice. I'm getting really good connection with the uh, antenna band options that they put in there at the top. T-Mobile, at least in my area, has been rocking my socks off, so it's really nice. Um, so yeah, no, I, I want to put something together on that, uh, hopefully before our trip. Uh, but I also want to yeah. kind of get out that ceremonic microphone. And I'm also hoping my house is going to be done before the, you know, yeah. and I can, I can go back to being on just, a normal just make schedule. Your video production a little easier, not having all that noise. It, it's, it's crazy. Like seriously, I, um, anyway, I, I, I mentioned it on Twitter. I, we're, I'm getting my roof redone. So constant sound of nails hitting the roof of the house echoes everywhere. There's no, I don't have this room soundproofed. So there's just everything is just sound, 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 sound. So for that matter, at least the last couple of weeks, that's why it's been, my videos have been slightly scattered apart. So I'm hopefully be back into a normal schedule. Um, and are you, oops, sorry. Are you dropping anything this week or is there any other videos coming up at the end uh, uh, for tomorrow? I or have this some weekend? stuff shot. Um, mm -hmm. I'm still, again, and unfortunately keeps kind of getting knocked further and further back in the queue, but I'm, I'm done with the timeline. I just need to shoot B roll for it, which means it's mm -hmm. probably not going to get done next week. Um, just kind of wrapping up my time with the Unihertz, the little keyboard phone. I want to talk oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I've got obviously some surface stuff that we need to start shooting. Uh, I've got the, the next e-bike video will hopefully be out. It might not be out next week just because it takes forever to get approvals working it as a sponsored video. Um, hopefully no edits. Uh, I'll say that much. If approval takes on time, that's one thing. But hopefully no, well, we, no comebacks. We, we went an, an extra round on communication on this first video where I think it was more a language barrier mm -hmm. than it was actual notes on the video. And so we ended up doing a whole bunch of stuff that I don't think we needed to do because there was a miscommunication because of the people that I was trying to talk back and forth with. But yeah. one of the things that I think I might I might skip, um, I, I might delay doing a comprehensive Pixel 7 Pro review because I personally am playing back and forth very aggressively between the Pixel 7 Pro and the Xperia 1 Mark IV. And the more that I play opposite these two phones specifically, the more I kind of feel they are polar opposites. They mm -hmm. couldn't be more different if they tried. Oh, absolutely. I kind of feel they're both in their own ways the two most important phones of the year, mm -hmm. um, even though they I represent agree. completely different things. So I, I yeah. think instead of jumping straight to 7 Pro review, um, I think I'm going to try and do a comparison first just to kind of get some of this out of my system and then mm -hmm. I feel I'll be in a better shape. I'll, I'll be in better shape to kind of wrap up a pixel seven pro with some lifestyle use kind of overview or review video from there. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And before I forget, as you were talking, I forgot to talk because, uh, obviously we had some, uh, there was a holiday according to my son, it was a holiday. <laughs> right. So um, Halloween just happened, obviously, to all of us on yeah. Monday. So I hope you guys had a good time for anybody that celebrates it or that had an oh, opportunity yeah. to, to enjoy that. Um, I ended up taking... So the reason why I'm mentioning it is because um, I can't. I went out with, mm -hmm. my, with my son and my I was having problems with my left foot. So I decided that I can't walk that far. My wife was like, why don't you just take one of the scooters? I'm like, genius. Like, why didn't I think of that? You know what I mean? Like, I have the thing. <laughs> seriously like the way she said it it was just so nonchalant just take one of the scooters you'll be fine I'm like, 
Yeah, you're right. I will so, be fine. I, I will think. No, so here's the weird thing. I took the scooter and I was walking with my son and my son was walking ended up basically going to trick-or-treat with one of his friends from school. His dad, his buddy, has a scooter. So his dad went and picked up the scooter. So now we're like the two dads on scooters following <laughs> the kids going trick-or-treating. I was like, That's where awesome. did that? So it was such a geeky moment. So yeah, that was... That was my Halloween night. It was on a Monday night, obviously, but it was it was fun. It was nice. I didn't feel exhausted walking around, and my scooter did the job. That was really cool. Like I was nice. I was that dad. <laughs> I don't know how many excellent. people. Um, I'm really but glad I hope you to got... hear that. Those yeah, no, come in, come in handy. Absolutely, it's so easy though. Seriously, like you know, pop, boom, boom, you're ready to go, mm -hmm. uh, and they can go into like you know small areas and spaces easier. And if you don't want to run them with the battery, you could run them like a regular scooter. You push the scooter and it works right. Um, mm -hmm. how, how was, how was everything else? Did, did Lex have a lot of fun uh, trick-or-treating? Did you guys go out trick-or-treating or did you try to keep it more? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. she went, she went crazy. Um, so I shot <laughs> trick-or-treating on the Xiaomi 12 S ultra and on the pixel seven pro. Yeah, yeah. And it was really interesting kind of juxtaposing those two phones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like the pixel seven pro is better in a sort of a, a, a sort of a more prepared moment mm -hmm. um even though it's it's really good at kind of anticipating the shutter it's not a shutter lag kind of conversation but when you've got a manic sugar-fueled seven-year-old bouncing around a neighborhood and running up to houses and running back down the way that a pixel will process photos in the background you don't get many shots before you fill that buffer and even though I, I could count on the Pixel 7 to kind of sharpen up an image better, the Xiaomi gave me so many more opportunities to, grab to images, try and yeah. get the movement of mm -hmm. that manic pixie seven-year-old running around. So mm -hmm. again, it was just very interesting. Like, again, there are some technical and some hardware and some practical differences. There are a lot of software differences. And yet, I, I, I still felt like there were significantly different pros and cons between the two. But... Um, we took Lex out to one of the neighborhoods that goes all out here where they shut down the roads and it, mm -hmm. it's it's like very pedestrian friendly for the whole night. They even have like the sheriffs are out. So they're directing traffic away from the neighborhood. It was really lovely. I mean, nice. for, for the last two years, having most of this kind of kind of locked down. Yeah, it felt yeah. like this was the first time that we'd really opened it back up. And Lex it, just like went nuts. I mean, yeah. it, it was great to watch. She, she was little kid, high gear. It's exactly what I think she's needed for, you know, for the last couple of years. I could not, I could not agree more, but I mean, seriously, I felt that way. And Omar definitely felt that uh, we were trick-or-treating with friends. We were hanging out, we we're trick, you know, we're talking. I know it was a Monday, wish it was on a weekend, but still mm -hmm. overall, I think, um, yeah, he, he, he made bank. I mean, we found a whole bunch of places that were giving out <laughs> full candy bars. And to him, that was like, you know, the, the, so you know, the, the, our, the grail of light. Again, you, we want to talk about tech and lifestyle, and I know our show's already running a little long, but we're we're talking <laughs> Halloween here. Uh, no, 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 this is great. Um, yeah. The, uh, the our neighborhood, there's almost no trick or treating. We have this beautiful little condo association neighborhood. Like it would be okay. really easy for kids to go door to door. No mm -hmm. kids trick or treat here. And there's this kid who lives in our neighborhood who um, he he just has a few uh, sort of low-level developmental issues mm -hmm. um but he's a really sweet kid so we we put out a bowl of candy just if anyone came by take some candy and we we left like a little sign saying 
um, take two or three pieces or something like that. Eh. I have a dozen doorbell camera alerts of this kid following the rules, but emptying our candy bowl, <laughs> like, like going around and then like 10 minutes later coming back and taking <laughs> two or three pieces. So he was just walking this one little block and he ended up draining. I mean, it was like, it wasn't a huge bowl of candy, but I mean, he ended up draining our entire bowl all by himself. And at first you're like, oh man, this kid. And you're like, actually, you know what? I'm kind of glad he did. I, there really wasn't any serious trick-or-treating in our neighborhood. And I'm glad we had something there for him to grab. But it was just so cute how he kept coming back, but he kept following the rules of the sign that we he could, Yeah, you're right, because he could have just emptied the bowl the first time. Just taking the bowl said, and dumped you. the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, thank you very much. So. I took two or three multiple... Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I, I love the fact that he followed and... I actually, surprisingly enough, quite a few families and quite a few homes here, at least in my neighborhood, did the same. They wanted to go out. Oh, yeah. They didn't want it to stay home. So yeah. in, in that in that, in that that aspect, I think my wife and I decided to split the duties. So she stayed home this year. Usually I'm the one who stays home. Mm -hmm. She's the one who goes trick-or-treating with Omar. Um, but this time I went. And so, yeah, I've not a problem a lot of people respected there was a few people that just you know emptied out the bowl and like what you know seriously here and there at the end of the day there was candy to be had kids had fun kid has candy kids yeah. had a lot of candy still i'm pretty sure because we have a massive bag that i'm trying to help uh whittle down but i need to stop right. um it's just hard it's all the good stuff um and and again uh the the look on their faces when they get full candy bars like oh my god did you believe that they give out a full candy I'm like okay it's a full candy. I, it's a full but, twix but no what baby does that thing. do for your heart I, lex mm -hmm. like we went up to this one house mm -hmm. and we see her we we didn't walk all the way up to the door we would just stay down yeah usually yeah that's the same yeah we usually and, and we see her like talking to the lady and then looking down at the bowl to grab something and then she looks up at the lady again and she looks down at the bowl and then she starts doing this little like vibrating bouncy thing and she grabs something throws it in her bag and then like like the flash she is like bolting down to us she had full-size skittles she gave me a full-size skittles it was in her little little packet of skittles it's a full-size skittles she's like throwing her bag on the ground and she's digging through it it's the first yeah, time yeah. she's ever gotten uh like full size. not the first time but it's like that was the it's first time it's, it's registered it's registering it and it's hitting yeah, the, it's the first time it's registered thank you Thank that you, this yeah. was special that it was a full size she could not have been more excited and you're just yeah. marie and i are just like oh my god this is our baby oh my god this is so cute so i know no it was, it, it, was really it, nice. it, it, it's it felt the, normal again yeah and, and uh, last yeah. year was fun but it didn't feel normal this year a little year's, more yeah this normal. this feel this felt like halloween's back let's just say that halloween is back um, yeah. So yeah. Sorry uh, for everybody. Kind of like dads going up on kids enjoying. It, it's 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 the joy of life. No, seriously. Um, yeah. Seeing your your kid enjoy something and and that spark comes on the light turn, like just mm -hmm. such an invigorating, um, satisfying and proud moment to be there. Oh, and of yeah. course, all you know, all in my mind, at least in the back of my mind, I was, I was like, oh my god, how much candy is he going to be eating? So yeah, he's been taking candy to school as snacks. He's been eating some of them later in the afternoon. So mm -hmm. um, we'll have that for quite some time, but, but it is tell what me, it is. Isn't it funny? Like we haven't really been, I mean, we've been like trying not to just let her gorge. Yeah, we yeah, no, no, absolutely. sitting there and policing her and she's kind of tapered off on her own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the special part of it kind of, 
I have a, I have a theory. So and I, 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 yeah, yeah. No, and I always tell this to my wife. I said, I say, sushi is only great because you don't have sushi every time, every day. And she said, what do you mean? I said, sushi is amazing. Sushi is expensive. But if you ate sushi every day, by the third day, you'll be like, I'm done. It's yeah. special because it's a treat. And candy is special because of that. And once you have too much of it, where it just sits there and it's a pile, you're like, okay, uh, yeah, maybe I'll come back to it later. Kind of one of those things, but you know, and it, and I think it's it's fine, and I think that's typically what happens uh, with us either way, because I think all the major good stuff is already kind of gone, um, yeah. and then uh, we had one family giving out home baked goods, which unfortunately we didn't keep. Uh, yeah. I was just not comfortable. Yeah, there was I, one I, house where a guy was like, hey, "I'm popping up popcorn," and like, "No, thank you, thank you." Yeah, I didn't. So We're because good. we weren't going up to the door with Omar, he took it. And he brought it back to us, him and his friend. Um, so we just basically put it in a baggie and we just like, you know, it's okay. Let's that, let's just that, stick that, to the normal stuff. Yeah, thank you. It looks nice. It feels terrible because that, that was obviously some I'm effort sure you, went into that. A lot of effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> candy corn. No, no candy corn. No, um, no, we didn't. Actually, not one one family gave out candy corn. One family did give out, uh, what's it called? The cheese and peanut butter crackers. It was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. We, well, we got a bunch of those. There were little Halloween-themed uh, veggie chips. Yeah. A couple houses were giving those out. And then mm -hmm. there are these Halloween pretzels. They're like bat-shaped pretzels. Let's oh, we got them. Halloween uh, Takis. Every single bag. Oh, that, see, that's the taki, good. Takis was nice. Yeah. yeah, that was a little bit spicy uh, Halloween-themed zombie. I anyone was giving zombie. those out, I would have been all over those. <laughs> I know, I know. So yeah, we're making this into a so. Blog. So on that note, join join us on the on our adventure. <laughs> but uh, but really on this on that note, um, keep it keep it with us. Next week we're going to be back uh, with a very special show from a different destination. So we are going to be remote. We will keep you guys posted. So please make sure to follow and check us on on, uh, on the socials. Obviously, are uh, in in the description below for the show notes. Um, so, but with that being said, I want to say thank you very much to everybody for hanging out with us on this beautiful Thursday evening. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying warm if you are, if it is cold where you are, uh, as the weather is starting to change with the fall kind of coming in. Um, Aditya, thank you very much. Uh, G versions in there, Slomo Joe, Farhan in there. Um, you know, obviously Andrew in the beginning. Uh, and of course, Michael Corrigan in there, uh, Michael Peppertech, uh, both of our Michaels in there and everybody just taking their time and spending it with us on this beautiful Thursday evening. Um, Look forward to some of our more, some more content. Juan, of course, pushing out some of his stuff as well. I'm going to try to push out one more video this weekend before um, pushing another video next week before I, before our trip. So we'll have to figure out. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the timing and everything. And um, this week we have another meet. So I, this is why we're dual shooting the Android Bay yep. and the best of our week again, uh, which between you and me, I don't mind. I'm actually kind of liking it. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I do fun. miss Saturday mornings, but um, having the opportunity to be fully there for Omar is also a big thing for me. <coughs> so it's, it's sorry good. for that yeah no no for sure so uh be safe stay safe we'll see you guys again hopefully next week around either thursday evening or friday we'll let you know on the socials uh for another episode of the best hour and we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff there i promise you this there's gonna be a lot of cool stuff a lot of fresh hot off the press type of stuff uh because this is juan and i getting a chance to travel somewhere like last time with tcl we were locals this time we're going somewhere so it's fancy mm -hmm. you know uh it's fancy <laughs> Fancy, fancy pants. No. Uh, so take care, be safe, stay safe, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye for now.